Welcome back to episode 8 of Losing Sight of the Shore. Today's episode will be another solo episode, just me talking today. And it will be relatively short on a concept that I like to talk about in conversation. And it's the it's the concept of being a solution-oriented individual instead of just being someone who brings the issues to light. It's presenting solutions instead of simply identifying the problem. The reason I want to talk about this today is because it really speaks to me on the premise of this entire podcast, right? So the premise is providing consistent value in every organization you're a part of, every conversation you have, and every relationship that you build. So when it comes to being a solution-oriented individual, is you tend to be able to provide a ton of value, again, in any situation that you're in, when you don't approach problems by simply identifying them, but when you approach problems with a suggestion or a recommendation on how to fix the issue. So I see it a ton in the Army, right? And I know that all of you in other industries or in another branch of the military or the Army as well see it of people who are completely the opposite. So they're not really solution-oriented, but they're more than willing to bring up multiple problems and issues with either the organization, the leadership, the management of your current company, and just all the problems they can think of. They're more than willing to, when given a platform, identify all those problems and those issues. But they never really present solutions. And what kind of value does that provide to us as individuals, whether they're our superior or our subordinate or even our peer, right? What value does that provide when they just tell us the problems that are there instead of giving us a essentially a clear path or a possible path on how we get to a solution? Some things to think about for trying to be a solution-oriented individual instead of a problem-oriented individual are things like how you approach the issue when you recognize that there is a issue. And let's say you find one problem, and it could be something extremely simple, like you were tasked to go and deliver something to a certain building a couple miles away, and you get there and no one answers. Do you just go back to the person who told you to deliver it, who tasked you to deliver it, and then just tell them, oh, they weren't there, essentially identifying the problem, or do you offer up a separate solution? And granted, a lot of this stuff can be done on the back end, is like just kind of figure a way out on how to complete the task without having to bring the smaller issues to probably your superior or your boss. Um, but it's things like that where like, instead of coming back and saying like, oh, it couldn't be done. It's not like, oh, you're really trying to crunch and finish every task possible. It's if you come back and you have to come back because the task wasn't completed, at least give a solution or a way that you can address the issue or a set of steps, or maybe even like the first step, what do we need to do? 
to complete this task since it couldn't be completed instead of saying, oh yeah, it could not be done. I'm pretty excited about doing this episode too because this this concept or this technique immediately adds to the value that you can bring to any organization or any team that you're on and you'll make yourself an asset essentially is you'll become immediately become a better problem solver if you consistently and you kind of recognize if you're if you're being more problem oriented instead of solution oriented you'll immediately become more of an asset to any team or any organization if you can recognize that and then be able to address problems by providing solutions by recommending steps forward and how like doing something to move the team forward instead of staying stagnant and just bringing more problems that I'm sure a ton of other team members are already bringing to the table. Some ways right now that you can practice this is by thinking of a problem set from point A to point B. So you're currently at point A right now. How do you get to point B and what are the obstacles that are going to be in between point A to point B? How do you foresee some of those obstacles and make a plan now before you get to them on what you would do when you hit that roadblock, that that obstacle, that wall in the middle of the road? How do you get past it and how do you get to the final destination, which would be completion of the task or point B? Another thing is a solution-oriented individual is most definitely some kind of a get-it-done person, right? So someone who wants the job complete, wants to complete the task. And you need you need some sort of initiative, some sort of drive, some sort of desire to perf- perform at your job or perform at whatever task it is that you're completing or doing. And you may be thinking, yeah, I'm solution-oriented. I don't simply bring problems to the table with no solution or no way forward or no clear path ahead or anything like that. So we can talk a little bit about how we can do it as leaders, as managers, as supervisors of individuals. And a couple things that I want to touch on are really just be inviting to solutions from your team members and your subordinates. And then share the reason why something did or did not work out when they provide you with possible solutions. Give them that fidelity on why you chose their solution or why you did not choose their solution. And of course, be appreciative of them offering solutions on the table. And that will give them that like piece of comfort that allows them to bring more solutions to the table in the future. Whereas, obviously, if you shoot down their solution and say, that's dumb, that's stupid, things like that, is they're not going to bring solutions to you probably ever again because you've completely invalidated what they probably think is a decently thought-through solution that they're bringing to the table. So allow them to bring solutions and bring ideas on how to solve a problem and share this knowledge with your team members and your subordinates. Allow them, we can't expect them all to 
kind of act like this or to think like this, have this thinking process without at least giving them the opportunity to learn it. So this is not something that's taught all the time. It's some of you may be like, oh, yeah, I learned that a long time ago, but not everyone is as fortunate as you in learning the same good pieces of information. So allow your team members, allow your subordinates to learn this concept, share with them what solution-oriented individuals bring to the table versus someone who only brings problems to the table and explain to them the value that creates for your team. All right, a couple main things from episode eight is first main thing is focus on being solution-oriented and not a problem-oriented individual. So what that means is you need to actively or consciously focus on bringing solutions to the table and not simply bringing the issue to light, right? So it does not come secondhand nature for a lot of people. So if you've recognized, you've done some self-awareness and you've recognized that you before may have just been bringing problems to the table and we're never bringing like the next steps towards success, go ahead and actively practice that, consciously practice that, and you will very soon provide significantly more value to whatever team you're a part of. Last thing is when you're in a leadership position, empower your subordinates to think for themselves, to provide solutions because a second, a third, a fourth set of eyes is always way better when it comes to solving a complex problem, right? So empower your subordinates, empower your other team members to provide solutions so we can take multiple solutions together and mesh them and find the best possible path to success as a team. Thank you all for listening again. I appreciate you taking the time out of your day to listen to the Losing Sight of the Shore podcast. And I hope to see you on episode nine. Do me a favor. If this episode gave you any value, if you took any value from it, if you can apply any of these tips, tactics, or techniques to your life, do me a favor and share this episode with one person that you think can take some value from it also. My end of the episode quote for episode eight of Losing Sight of the Shore is a quote by Jim Quick, and it's, if you fight for your limitations, you get to keep them. Thanks for listening, everyone, and hope to see you on episode nine.